What's up, y'all? It's Brother Ali in the mix with Tim Anakel in the library. Rapstation.com. Keep it right here. Water, one dollar. Ice cold, ice cold. Water, 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 water. Ice cold. Mr. Green has not just gained popularity with his web series Live from the Streets, but also from the monster list of incredible artists that he's collaborated with throughout his career. That list includes Freeway, Outsiders, C-Rays, Walls, Killer Priest, Snoop Dogg, Pace One, Master Ace, Brother Ali, R.A. the Rugged Man, and many more. His latest album is with the legendary Roots crew MC Malik B, and it's called Unpredictable. Mr. Green, it's an honor to welcome you to the library with Tim Einekel on RapStation.com. Hey man, thank you for having me. I hope the double XL on fucking source get it. Career reports with it. On the stupid raw shit it. 19 pages I go. Wanna turn to your web series uh for Vice called Live from the Streets. Uh you've been doing for about three years. Uh just to sum it up, you 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 kind of record the sounds of the city, the street performers that we obviously after after watching this web series, the street performers that we all just take for granted. Um and then you sample their performances, then you kind of connect. Then you then you connect with rappers to create a new record um, using the samples that you get. Um, a few questions here. I'll give first question is: How much of the instrumental you're sampling do you have to hear before you know you want to use the track? Mm. Sometimes it's like in seconds. I'll hear like the first note. I'll be like, "Oh, that's gold right there." But you know, it's always different. Other times, I got to listen through the sounds find the best parts do you ever have to be like convinced i guess on a certain um for a certain instrument to work on a on a on a track yeah that that could definitely happen i I don't usually have to go back to anything five times but you know maybe three times two or three times before it clicks Uh, do you have a criteria for liking the sound of an instrument no not really anything anything is fair game (laughs) i um I tend to not like, uh, I don't want to say, you know, I don't want to be negative, but the one thing, the street music that I don't get excited about sampling is like a saxophone playing Christmas music. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like something I see often, and sometimes I'm with the cameraman or, you know, my boy Sam who directs everything, and he's like, what do you think of that? You want to sample that? And it's just like, that's the, I don't know, the most regular, like, expected street music so i don't like to go for that i like to go for stuff you know weird uh if i if it can be an instrument i've never heard of before then that's preferable but you know i've seen most stuff that's out there so it doesn't happen much uh what's the process for you connecting the mc with the track you made for sampling do you know just from the instrument or does it kind of depend on the beat that you made and which artist you're going to use for this the beat hmm I think that kind of goes back to what I was saying about making beats that just excite the artist. Right. Um, I usually play them like two or three, and then the one that they jump for the most ends up being the, um, the episode. When when do you know what the beat you're... I guess, I'm sorry. When do you know... I started to this. When do you know what the beat will sound like? Uh, kind of, do you have an idea of when, while you're recording the, the performer, or do you have to go back to your like studio and kind of re-listen to things? Or do, yeah. 
sometimes if you watch closely um, while the street performer is playing, you see me nodding my head, and that's usually like me kind of visualizing what the beat would be like. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, but sometimes I don't really know until I get the sounds back, and I'm just like got a pile of sounds, I'm like all right, what's gonna you know what's gonna make some good hip hop here? Yeah, because I noticed that during the I think the the, the episode in uh, Chinatown. Yeah, ASAP Ferg episode, right? Yeah, you're you're nodding your head to the beat, and I'm and, and I'm in my mind, I'm like, he's hearing something, and I just don't know what he's hearing, but it's definitely <laughs> hearing something, and it's cool to hear that you talk about that because now I kind of understand what exactly you were doing at the time you were recording this guy. Yeah, that's one of my favorite episodes. Shout out to um, ASAP Ferg and Nigel, Nigel Sylvester. Um, we That's one of my favorite parks in New York. It's just like not... You don't really feel like you're in the USA when you go down there. Oh, no, it's, no. Um, yeah, it's on Baxter Street in Chinatown. And um, it's just like you'll hear music from 60 feet away and then there'll be music right next to you and then music like all the way like on the other side. And you can hear all three of them. Plus, there are people playing, um, I think, checkers on these tables. Yeah. yeah. And it makes a sound. It's just like a crazy place. And then there's the staircase where um, skaters, like a lot of pro skaters, will go down there. And uh, Zoo York was filming a part while we were actually recording some of that stuff. Like, in, I was like, yo, this is so... It's one of those cool New York spots that you couldn't get really anywhere else. You know, that much action on the street. Do you know these spots before you go down? Or do you have to scout them out first? Or do you just kind of... The day of filming, you just find a park and you just check out what's there. Um, well, you know, usually it ends up just being we go wander around. Sometimes word of mouth, people be like, "Oh, you guys are filming. You should go down there." Mm. Um, but yeah, I kind of like the wandering aspect of it. You really never know what you're going to get. Just kind of travel around. Uh, in episode six, you record music from uh, the Pitch Black brass band playing in the halls of Lincoln Center. Uh, it ends up with getting shut down, with the band getting shut down by the police. Uh, but you were still able to get enough from them to create a track out of it. How were you able to? How were you able to? How were you able to record uh, them before they got shut down? And were you able to record enough, or were you actually worried that you weren't able to record enough? Well, we got about five minutes with them, so that was that was more than enough. I what I I was hoping to get more though. You know, I usually like to be there for like a full performance like a full 20 minute 30 minutes but uh they are dope so like in the five minutes i got some gold i I got more than enough that in that five minutes i could have made more beats from hanging with them and shout out to them also shout out to pitch black brass band those guys are mad cool and i I really like um their performance their live performance is sick uh i think one thing the great thing that live from the streets does is uh it really highlights how many talented people are actually living in our cities and how often we don't pay attention to them because their art because mm-hmm. we're either rushing you know from work to work you know and we just don't have we feel we just don't have time to sit down and listen to their music especially because we're not hearing their music on the radio or they're just not a downloadable mp3 mm-hmm. uh, why do you think these artists perform in subways and sidewalks what do you think their goal is and what challenges do these artists face when trying to share their music well I, I love it I think it's beautiful um, if I were more of a traditional musician with like with instruments and not you know hip hop, I would probably uh play out in the street because there's no middleman in order i mean in order to get your m p three up it's pretty easy but if you actually like you don't have to deal with that many people, but if you actually want to have a music career, you have to deal with a lot of b s and a lot of 
annoying people, shady people, greedy people. You know, it's just not really artistic. So if you just want to play an instrument and make a few bucks and you don't really want to have to deal with the, you know, music industry, the music business, you can just go out and rock anywhere. And uh, that's I think that's a great thing. Is this for them, the musician, is this their kind of their only way of making income or is this more of kind of a I guess a hobby for them uh, or does it just depend on the artist it really depends I mean some of them some of them are homeless some of them are professionals with good careers and they just do it on at night or on weekends because they love it because it helps a little bit with you know supplemental income mm. um, some of them are, are professional musicians who actually do really well doing studio stuff and just choose to play outside possibly for that reason I was saying before because it's like um, you get to really you're you're in charge if you're playing if you're playing out on the street there's no uh, manager there's no venue there's no crowd really there's a crowd that you want to please but um, you definitely aren't going to get told what to play it's just uh, it's your way so it's it's probably the most free way to perform I think one of the uh, one of the great things about I mean what you do not just as a as a as an artist but as the host of this live from the streets um I think personally it must be that you you you're learning a lot as you you go along um about these artists but uh, kind of about yourself um meaning has your mission 3 years ago when you decided that you wanted to do this series uh I imagine you had a goal in mind for it. Um, has that changed since you started the series? Like, has your goal for what you want to do with Live from the Streets changed at all? I think it's changed at times. I think we still have the same goal. But once we started doing it, we are like, this could be a TV show. We could turn this into a TV show and we could help people. We could have a TV show, make good music, and actually help people. And, you know, make some musicians happy and the audience happy. So I think that's still the goal. And we're we're pretty close. I mean, we're already like shooting stuff for TV, but uh it's not um I don't have a exact announcement of when it's going to drop, but yeah, we're, you know, we're we're already making the move to TV slowly but surely. But uh I don't know. I, I just want to make the best hip hop that I can and do it in a way that is different, hasn't been done before. And then uh you know the having a tv show and and getting to work with all these awesome musicians is kind of like part of it you know i just want to um do that you know i want to make it happen so i gotta get the the damn tv show going <laughs> duck down records is releasing mm-hmm. the first live from the streets album which features artists such as malik b pace one vinnie paz kevin brown karis one and many of the street performers you've met up with in your journey yeah man we got dozens of people on the record Do- dozens of great people i'm real proud of it when did this become, I guess, you mentioned, you talked about it a little before, but when did this become your goal to uh, kind of get these performers on an actual album? Um, since pretty much when we first started, like, we had the idea, but then once we started making songs and there were, like, a few songs that were really good, I was like, yo, these songs are good enough for an album. We could do a whole album. Um, but, you know, that was a couple of years ago. Things got a little bit... Um, confusing when we started working with Vice and Noisy because uh, they're mainly a video company. They, they do some music stuff, but um, they wanted to do the, the album as a mixtape. And I was like, no, let's do it as an album. And then I was like, maybe we should do it as a mixtape. And I just wasn't sure, you know. And then um, 
I got focused on uh, making great episodes. I was just like, really, there are so many albums out there. I think there aren't any shows like this. So we sh- if we could just do this show and keep it going, then the album can come when it comes. It doesn't really need, you know, you don't need to rush the album. Just keep the, the show going mm. strong. So um, it's been a couple of years working on the album, but it's actually came out exactly how I wanted it to. So again, you know, I don't think it's worth rushing things. Even in 2014, where albums come out every day and people make albums in a day, like, yo, I made an album today. It's up for free tonight. It's like, right. there's <laughs> still something to be said for stuff that people, you know, take their time with and just try to make, you know, rather than try to make something people remember for a week, try to make something that people actually remember for a year or years, you know, that's, that's more of the goal with live from the streets. It's not like episode every day type of thing. It's more of a craft crafted, well-crafted thing. Being that, uh, obviously you just mentioned that, uh, kind of the, 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 the way people produce albums or have, have changed. It's like a daily thing. Uh, and it also seems it's kind of people I've spoken to artists I've spoken to that with, 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 kind of with illegal downloading be so prevalent um it seems sometimes that the album is kind of more used as what the mixtape used to be where you're just kind of you know out there to promote your music and then to make the money you go on tour and you sell merch right uh is this kind of what you're thinking you'll have to do with live from the streets or like you said is it just really an it's an album for art's sake it's not an album for making you know millions of dollars sake no, it's mostly for the art and and to give the people who have been supporting the series and watching the series a, a way to hear the whole, all the best songs in one place and give them some new stuff. But you know, we are selling it. Like I'm sure you'll be able to find it online for free. But we're we're definitely going to sell it and and try to um, get back on the Billboard charts and things like that. Because you know, it's it's cool to know that people are out there who want to support and and some people if you put it up for free will say like, oh man, I would have bought that. I would have given you guys $50 for that. You should have sold it. So it's like, um, you know, I think it's all about doing both these days. Give, giving them enough free content, but then also selling, trying to make some money. So you can keep doing it. I mean, yeah, I'm not trying to do it and buy a luxury car, you know. <laughs> I want I want people to buy the album so I can make another album, so I can go on a crazy live from the streets trip somewhere and make more crazy beats that people can watch, you know. It's basically it just keep just keep the train going you know that's that's the only reason we really need support we don't need support so we can get rich we need support so we can keep it going you know my soul would be naked and the house that i built would be vacant i will not lose like jay-z said it i'm all the way gas like super unleaded in a sports car the top is where i'm headed suicide doors g-force and good credit i Right. I mean, so you're imagining like going to, uh, just continuing going to different cities and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Well, we've already been traveling quite right. a bit. Um, so far what we've done on the series, what you've seen has been pretty domestic, like New York, Philly. Um, where do we do? We, we went to Greece. Um, 
but it's mostly places that you've seen you know places you've been if you're from around if you're from new york it's like oh i've been there i've seen that you know but like um we've been shooting a lot of crazy international stuff so that's that's going to be a big (laughs) explosion soon live from the streets international is coming too shortly after the album wow that's gonna be be pretty probably i imagine pretty incredible to uh when that comes out oh man yeah it's so fun to just get to go to different parts of the world where everything looks and sounds and just feels different and to capture the sounds from there and then turn it into good old hip-hop good old whatever you you know new york hip-hop east coast hip-hop it's just uh it's the best man i got the the best job in the world that's why i need people to buy the album so i can keep uh keep going keep doing it you know i don't want to have to stop and and do regular the international uh, live from the street stuff does that Mm -hmm. mean you got international uh, i guess non-american mcs to rhyme over the tracks or did you yeah sometimes we do that we had mc yinka he's a big uh rapper in in greece and athens he's got a band they're kind of like the roots of uh athens and we had him on the show and um you know when we go uh we were in colombia uh at one point and uh we had these kids freestyling and beatboxing for us you know locals um that's definitely part of it look at the records of of, of the album of um live from the streets you have titles such as man, tracks with man over the broken heart um if i don't go to hell down in the streets human in disguise uh, it seems like a lot of these tracks are about personal struggle are mm-hmm. they and and what kind of and who and what dictates the message in these tracks and also what dictates the names of these tracks I guess I name the tracks according to you know the subject of the song. I named all of them. Um, what dictates it is just kind of what what emotion comes from what the rappers feel from the beat. You know, like we got these street musicians; they're playing one song. Sometimes it's a sad song. Sometimes it's a uh, anti-government song. Whatever it may be. And then I make a beat out of it, and then we play it for a rapper, and then the rapper gets what they get from the beat, and then um, something is born. But uh, there's not really any guidelines to it. We just try to make something good, and um, I, I, I wanted to have the album be, it's not 100% positive or conscious. There's definitely some, you know, straightforward hip-hop, punch-you-in-the-face music, whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I wanted to have it be mostly positive, and mostly stuff that people can listen to, and learn a bit from I, I wasn't trying to um you know trap is really in i don't want to have like a wave your guns what wave your you know <laughs> whatever they're doing <laughs> like I, I actually been making some trap beats and i really like making trap but uh i don't know that's we, we had a couple trap songs like the waka flocka one and the asap ferg one that i didn't put on the album because i wanted to keep it um true to the boom bap stuff that i you know started with and stuff that i love from growing up Mm. Uh, we're speaking with Mr. Green, uh, known for the popular web series Live from the Streets, talking about a new album that will come out eventually f- uh, from the web series called also called Live from the Streets. Uh, has a new album with Malik B called Unpredictable. Uh, so what's I guess since you're obviously very busy, what, what what's 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 next for you? Um, I guess after what's next for you uh, in terms of music? Well, we got the Live from the Streets album coming April seventh on Duck Down. It's available for pre-order now, um, and I'm just going to keep working with street musicians. I, I like to go out and find interesting people who normally don't do hip hop and just do hip hop with them, and I'm going to keep doing that. I, I got a couple 
amazing people I met outside on the street um, that I'm working with. And I got, uh, you know, a lot of the rappers that I'm known for working with. I'm still doing stuff with them. Um, just trying to stay busy. And uh, what's the best way that uh, listeners could continue to follow what you're doing? Hmm. Uh, well, you can go to my SoundCloud, which is soundcloud.com slash greenhiphop. I'm at Green Hip Hop on Twitter. Facebook is Green Hip Hop also. And uh, I've got the video series, Live from the Streets, going strong on Vice. Uh, Vice's music channel, Noisy, which is noisy.vice.com. Uh, shout out to them. They've been very supportive on all these journeys that we've been doing. And um, yeah, that's it. Green Hip Hop and noisy.vice.com, Live from the Streets. He's the incredible Mr. Green, uh, new album with Malik B, Unpredictable. Make sure you guys get that. Uh, Mr. Green, thank you so much for joining me on the library with Tim Heinekel on rapstation.com. Hey, no problem, man. Thank you for having me. Shout out to Chuck D, Rap Station, LBC, all the people over there. Doing something else. I don't know about the waltz and the this. And the, I don't know about this, the holding the girl and me dancing. Like, I don't know. This just don't feel right to me. I feel like I should be looking at my partner. Want a fresh style? Let me show you. You want a fresh style? Let me show you. Maybe that's the chorus. Hey, arresting hot. Yeah. Money fold the whole piece. You want a fresh style? Let me show you. Let me show hey, you. Hold it up, green. Styles upon styles upon styles is what I have I can't join the cypher if you don't know the math Knowledge, wisdom, understanding, culture, freedom is the path To gain power, but powder got you giving up your ass Like a fight with kryptonite, got you sucking on the glass Cash don't make the man, but we steady making cash Spit flames like backdraft, you avoid the backlash You selling out your people, lead us niggas acting crass Defeatist ass niggas, we get the last laugh Twelve years a slave like the NBA Draft. I'm swift with the licks, Jero and Tash. Stay around trees uptown like I'm Shaft. Puff, puff, pass, cause all things equal. Move around the globe, represent the people. Spitting lethal, yo, we waking up the sheeple while the camel's trying to lead you through the eye of a needle. You want a fresh style? Let me show you. You want a fresh style? Let me show you. Maybe that's the chorus. Arresting hot money folder, holder up a boulder. You want a fresh style? Let me show you. Hey, arresting hot holder up a boulder, money folder. You want a fresh style? Let me show you. Hey, arrest one in Hakeem. Oh man, it's the dream team, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Now look, you gotta hold the mic up for the mix. KRS is 6'6. Six, six. This is how I do it. See, I'm freestyle live off the top. Everywhere I go is peace to Scott LaRock. So I'm in Newark, they call it the Bricks. KRS One, I don't come with treats, I come with tricks. No, I don't, that's a realness. KRS One, you know you gotta feel this. What's the chorus of this song right now? What should it be? Come on, tell us how. You want a fresh style? Let me show you. You want a fresh style? Let me show you. Maybe that's the chorus. KRS and hot. Money folder, holder up a boulder. You want a fresh style? Let me show you. KRS and hot. Holder up a boulder. Money folder. You want a fresh style? Let me show you. How many college students here tonight? Well, you know, when you get 
Congrats to your graduation and give you your receipt. I need a degree. Understand what I'm saying to you right now. You are a superpower. You are a superpower. Thank you. This is what hip hop taught. This is what hip hop is all about. Superpowers. Superpowers. Superpowers.